Well, I wrote five letters, so don't go feeling too special. You wrote five love letters? Yeah. Damn, Cody, you're a player. Hi, everyone, and welcome to One True Pairing, a.k.a. OTP. I'm Marissa. And I'm Erica. And today we have the one, the only, the icon, Courtney Summers. Say hi, Courtney. Hi. That was very nice. (laughs) Icon. I like that. Well, I mean, it's true. Yeah. Okay, I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) Courtney wrote a new YA novel called Sadie that we at SMP have been just salivating over for, I think, like a year now. We're obsessed. We're so obsessed. We're super obsessed. Becky's in the corner nodding her head (laughs) and maybe passing out. Um, It tells the story of a girl who goes missing after her younger sister's murder, and it's heart-wrenching and beautiful in all the best ways a book should be. And it also has a podcast element. And you know how we love podcasts here at our podcast network where we like to podcast. Because podcasting. Podcast, (laughs) podcast. Can I say podcast one more time? Podcast. All right. (laughs) Courtney is here also because we are total Sadie stands, as you can tell from our intro, (laughs) but also because Courtney is a big fan of ours, which, I mean, it's just an honor. I just don't even know what to do with that. Yeah. it's. I love the show. Thank you. so much fun. It makes me happy. I listen to it on my treadmill. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah. That's how you listen to it. Yeah. (laughs) That's how I listen to it as well. We were destined to be besties. This was meant to happen. We're also both wearing polka dots today. Yes. So no one told me. It's fine. (laughs) So this is how we're going to break the episode down. First, Courtney is going to take us through her OTP. It's a really good one. We've been wanting to talk about it for a long time anyway. Um, And then we're going to talk a little bit about Courtney's journey. (laughs) You have to say it like that. Um, And then a game, because there's always a game. How's that sound? That sounds perfect to me. All right, guys. Let's do this. Okay. All right, Courtney, we're ready. What's the couple you've chosen, and what are they from? I've chosen Laura Jean and Peter Kavinsky from To All the Boys I've Loved Before. Yes. Yes. So you just saw this, right? I did just see that. It's so good. And I watched it a couple weeks ago. Um, It's so good. Who hasn't seen it at this point? I don't know. They should be rounded up and forced to watch it. They're really dumb. I mean, I feel like I watched it late. Yeah. Yeah? What, a day after? (laughs) Actually, it took me like two weeks after it premiered on Netflix. I know. It's one of those things. And it totally lives up to the hype. Like, everyone's talking about it because it deserves to be talked about. Peter's like the hottest guy on the planet. He just, he manages to kind of look like bad boy, but then also really sweet. Yeah, yeah, like he time. looks like he could be like a douchey lacrosse player. Yeah. <laughs> and then But then he's really but nice. then he's really sweet. He's got a perfect heart of gold. Have you seen yeah. the Twitter meme where he's like it's like Peter, we should fake date and Lara's like, Okay, and then there's a picture of James Corden in a wedding gown looking like <laughs> no. you know, it's so funny. No. It was like perfect. I love how he was like totally moon eyed for her. Yeah. Just from the start. Yeah. It's, it's so sweet. So will you give us a rundown? What what's their story for people who haven't okay, seen so it? Okay, so two all the boys. I'm, I'm going to mess this up because I'm like, there's a scrunchie. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Lara Jean, she is in love with her sister's boyfriend, who is Josh, mm-hmm. and. She writes letters to each guy she's had, like, a super intense crush on. So Josh is one of them. And you kind of think it's going to set up to be Lara Jean falls in love with her sister's boyfriend. But she ends up getting the letters sent out by her little sister, Kitty, who's amazing. And one of those letters goes to Peter Kavinsky, who was, like, her grade school how It was, like, eighth was like grade or something like that. the first guy she kissed. Yeah, her yeah. first kiss. Yeah. And he's, a, like, a lacrosse player who's dating her mortal enemy but they just break up Mm -hmm. so he gets the letter and she uses him as a decoy to distract from josh getting his letter right right and then uh 
they end up fake dating to take the heat off her and to kind of win back his ex. But of course, of course they fall in love. yeah. I mean, how, how do you not fall in love with Peter? I know. Yeah. Or Lara. Like, That's she's, yeah. Like, Lara Jean is great. She's also. yeah. She's just when like, she rolled off the house. Yeah. I just love that. I was like, I'm sorry, I that feel was that. really high. She would have <laughs> she she Obviously, <laughs> she's very resilient underneath for her. But like, <laughs> That's true. That's very true. high. Um, yeah, they just have great like. They, they had good chemistry, chemistry and like, he, I don't know. He's just so attractive, and it made me so sad because I was like, maybe I could date him. And then I was like, oh, he's probably like twenty two. He is twenty two. He is a young. A movie he's star. a young. Bu- <laughs> You're what? Now he's a movie star. That's he true. Is. He is a movie star. Yeah. I thought you said that you were. Something. He's totally yeah. He's like a kid. So yeah. well, he's not a kid, but he's twenty two. I like the dad. Oh yes, yes. I, the hot dad. Oh my, my big fat Greek wedding is one of my favorite movies ever. What's and that actor's so name good. again? Um, Help me. Oh, because oh, he was also in Sex in the City. John something. Yeah. And the scene of him and Kitty playing chess. It was, was so, so cute. Yeah. yeah. All right. So do we? I kind of feel like do we ship just Lara Jean and Peter, or do we kind of ship the whole movie and all of the relationships contained? Every whole family. I didn't like They're Josh. So I didn't really like Josh either. I thought he was kind of a drip. Yeah, what's like that whole Bonnie Bay wannabe line? Yeah. That was yeah. perfect. That was so good. He kind of reminded me of the guy from Mr. Robot. Oh, in Rami the Malik. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I like Rami Malik yeah. though. Yeah, he. <laughs> I do think you can ship like their sisters. Yeah, because like, there's three sisters and their mom passed away. I'm not sure how long before the movie starts. I think it feels like it was pretty if, recent like maybe yeah. within a few years well the little kitty didn't remember her mom she oh said. i guess it would, yeah. okay, so, it so i think it was a couple years yeah okay but it was before um margo talked to her mom before college yeah she, like that's why she dumped josh right right right. and they didn't they didn't get back together did they i was just like i wonder if that's dinner. in later books because it's a series yeah. so maybe there's a return because she said she still loved him yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's like what's up with that yeah yeah and i heard I don't know if this is definitely in the next book or if they're talking about it for the next movie that it might so there might be like a love story for the dad, which I think is really cute. And it could be me. I'm just volunteering. I was just going to say they could call her Courtney. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to fight for this. Yes. And maybe Courtney's a redhead. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Maybe so she's like maybe Courtney's a writer. Me. Do you? Yeah. So I have a question. Do you read a lot? Erica, do you read a lot of? YA or not much because I really I don't read a lot of like contemporary YA that's like set in like the high school like I loved right. your book because it's like grittier and Thank darker you. and yeah, I like same. that but I tend to not like YA that's like set in high school because I'm like there's too many feelings it's too many emotions <laughs> I can't handle it I and, love this <laughs> yeah like, I got out of high school for a reason but this didn't, <laughs> didn't feel all? like that this felt like I don't know it had I feel like the, the way they shot the movie and maybe the soundtrack and stuff it had like a really cool like John Hughes vibe where it wasn't yeah, it didn't a universality feel, to yeah. it yeah like the breakfast club yeah. just something that it's not it's, it wasn't trying to um, be so on the pulse and that's why it was right, exactly yeah. yeah yeah it was so good so do we ship it yeah I think we I, th- I think we should I think it's obvious that <laughs> yeah. we ship it uh, just a little Maybe yes. a tiny, tiny little bit. And I do love this idea of the dad having his own yeah. love he story because he, he deserves it. Yeah. He puts up with so much. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a, a handful. It's a lot of estrogen. Especially like Kitty, like just running around. Yeah. And ca- I wonder how much mayhem she's going to cause in future oh, God. movies. When she's older? Yeah. Like, she's I want good. a movie just about Kitty in high school. Yeah. Are you guys sisters? Do you have sisters? I don't have any sister. No. I have a twin sister. Oh my God, really? What? That's so cool. Identical. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you. It's pictures. weird. She it's came not in. Weird. It's, it's not. No, but like it's. I don't think of you as being able to have a sister because you're such a. 
beautiful personality of your own that I can't uh, imagine another of you. And I know obviously your sister has her own personality, but like yeah, but I'm better, I, obviously. But I just like I don't know. It's when you're weird sister- to me, the first time she came in the office, I was like, this is so weird. <laughs> When she like tries new styles or haircuts and stuff, like is that good for you? Because you're like, oh yeah, no, yeah, now oh, I yeah. know what that looks like she on me. She did blonde highlights in her hair once, and I was like, yeah, never doing that. <laughs> never doing that. You look like a J Lo background <laughs> oh dancer <my> reject. <laughs> she loved them though. She thought she looked amazing. And now on the podcast. <laughs> and now on the podcast. Also, she just tried contact lenses, and my mom Ooh. and I keep telling her she looks like a ferret. <laughs> <laughs> That's not nice. It's true though. God. So don't you look like a ferret if you don't wear glasses? Yes, then? I do. <laughs> no, you don't. I pre- and I accept this about myself. I don't think the that's glasses. I don't think that's true. While Courtney and I debate if Erica looks like a ferret without her glasses, let's go to an ad break. Stay tuned for more about Sadie and a super natural game. Ooh, it's time to talk about you, Courtney. Yeah. Oh God. You sure? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, we want to talk a little bit about you now because we're recording this on your book drop week. And as yes. we said, we're obsessed with Sadie. Um, so this must be such an exciting time for you. It's totally overwhelming. But yeah. like good overwhelming. Not not I want to hide in a closet and That's never come good. out overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. The It, it was yesterday. It came, no. Today's Tuesday. 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 Yeah. I don't even know what day it is. This has <laughs> been like a continuous day in my mentions since Tuesday. It's yeah. Tuesday all week. <laughs> it should yeah. be. It should be it's Tuesday for at week. least a yeah. week. Yeah. 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 It's like your birthday. Your birthday lasts a whole week. So your book birthday has to last a whole week. I so. like this. Yeah. And it's exciting. Yeah. It is. It's. It's. People have been, especially like here, you guys have been all so nice about it. It's like, jeez. <laughs> no, it is. It's like everyone has seemed, like has a hand in this book, it seems. Like it's. Yeah, Amazing. there's been huge support I mean, in-house from it. Everyone loves it, and everyone's, like, so excited for it to finally be in the hands of readers. Um, so tell us why you started writing. How long have you been writing? Well, I've been writing in some form or other, like, pretty much my whole life, but it wasn't until I was, like, 18 that I decided I wanted to write novels. Mm-hmm. And so you guys, or St. Martin's Press published, cracked up to me when I was 22, wow. 23 wow. or something like that. That's awesome. It was a long time ago now. (laughs) I was hitting like happy hours at 22, 23, and you're writing novels. I dropped out of high school. What? Yeah. I did. I decided that it was in the way. That's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. So, well, at the time I would have been in high school, I was like, okay, now I have to figure out what I want to do for the rest of my life. I was a weird kid. (laughs) And then I thought I'd be an actress, like a famous actress. Like, that was the plan, and it didn't work out, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) No. But uh, yeah, so I just played around until I figured out I wanted to write novels. That's fascinating. So cool. I love that. What was your inspiration for Sadie? And, and like, why include the podcast portion? I feel like I wanted to, because Serial had just been winding up mm-hmm. and the response was so incredible. It, but it was also like, why are we so obsessed with these kind of stories? You know, like, they're yeah. brutal. And there's nothing wrong with that because I like true crime, so I can't really point a finger at myself. But, like, why we want to consume acts of violence against women and girls because right. it's usually typically uh, women and girls are the victims of these kind of brutal stories and I thought I'd just analyze that through the podcast yeah. like I looked it up and then god this is a bad pitch Can no you? I thought it was good I oh was I thought, it? is I it okay add to it but keep going no you go yeah. no well, you no, add I was to gonna it. say that I liked <laughs> I, it was really interesting in the in the book because Wes the the guy who creates the podcast he 
is at first kind of like yeah I he don't doesn't care want about the story, story. Mm-hmm. not that he doesn't care but he's like it's just another missing girl like right there's so many of them yeah. why is that interesting and it is weird because we do consume these books about missing girls and right. movies and stuff like that but there are missing girls that like don't get actual like coverage coverage yeah. and stuff so it's just interesting it's the form we yeah. want to hear it in when it's when it feels really real, but we don't want to hear the real story. Yeah, you know? right. It has to be like entertaining and consumable for us to care about it. Yeah, and then once the show is over, what happens to the girl? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. and that's one of the things I really liked about Sadie that because of the way the book is written with the podcast portions and then her story, it kind of takes away that entertainment angle of the podcasting portion where it's right. like, no, this is actually somebody's, I mean, it's obviously a work of fiction, but it's right. actually someone's real story and it kind of brings it down mm-hmm. for you as the consumer of it, like, oh shit, this is actually <laughs> yeah. happening to a person. You're not just listening to this for fun, like listening to Serial or My Favorite right. Murder. This is actually something that has happened to a person. Right. And it makes it a little more visceral. Mm-hmm. It's like and I'm shaming people with the podcast. <laughs> Is this about you? Is it you? (laughs) Is it you? And it reminds you that, um, well, just the fact that he's always one step behind Sadie. Like, kind of what you're saying, that she's still going on living her life, and he's just trying to catch up with the story. Right. So your book is super nuanced from a lot of different perspectives, and one of the things that we found really interesting was Sadie's kind of just, like, her sexual identity and how slightly ambiguous it was. Can you talk about that? I I just knew that I, f- I felt like that was who Sadie was. Like, it is that it's, it feels so cliche to say she arrived that way. Mm-hmm. But she did. And I feel like she's so, so much of her upbringing informs who she is. She says, everyone who listens to me, I love them a little bit. And yeah. she feels that's where the way she loves originates from. Yeah. So she doesn't think about it too hard. She doesn't want to unpack it or analyze her sexual identity because... She feels like love is something she can't really have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, beyond what she has for her sister, which is a sibling love. Right. Yeah. And she's very busy anyway. Yeah, <laughs> she's, she's got like, a lot of time for yeah, yeah, it's hard she's for her to want people. So. She's, she's chasing a murderer. Yeah, she's got, she's got some killing to do. How much of her stutter do you think? Like, was that affecting the thought process around people listening to her and loving her? She's so neglected on so many fronts, right? Like, her mother... She has no community, no friends. Mm-hmm. So I, I think, yeah, and, and that's an element about her that has isolated her f- further, and it shouldn't have, but people are not yeah. kind about things they don't understand. So I feel like that really, yeah, that would have informed her whole approach to the way she loved and how she loved. And she was just so starved for any kind of connection that she did. I, I just, I don't see her as someone who really thought too hard about her sexual identity. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, because that's, that's who she is. She accepted it. She was just afraid to let herself want things. Mm, yeah. She's got the saddest <laughs> life. I'm but sorry, was, Sadie. But you know what? She was still so fierce. And I loved, you know, outwardly people can judge her for the stutter. But inwardly, like, she had, she's so smart. Right. And she's so badass. And so it was those moments where she can break through and, like, really say what she wants to say were really powerful. For me, that was one of the most affecting parts. Like, yeah. oh, this poor child, she doesn't talk because she has this stutter. Right. And when she does talk and people respond to her as if she's an intelligent being and not like she has some kind of like learning disorder. Yeah. It's just so like it's so heartbreaking. Like, oh, you actually do like me regardless of what right. yeah. I'm saying. And it's just so oof, it hurt my soul. But yeah. in the best make ways. You cry. <laughs> yes. So how do you think people should approach the book? Because I know I went in with one assumption about how it would end 
and that ending the ending is so complicated and shocking and happy and sad and like all literally all the feels <laughs> i know that's like very cliche but like all the feels <laughs> um so what do you feel like someone needs to know before they read this obviously without spoiling <laughs> oh god i just they're gonna be upset yeah yeah I, and i'm glad <laughs> you know <laughs> that's the goal I'm, that's my brand i'm not here to make people happy yeah. so for any new readers just expect to be upset yeah but I think it's worth your time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it totally is. I mean, it's just, it's, it's discussion worthy. Yeah. Once you close, once you finish that last page and you close the book, and I know this because Becky and I did this, I did the same thing with Brand. I did it when and I, I did yeah. it with Karen. <laughs> and I caught Sarah in the elevator and I totally started it with her too. You want to have a discussion about how the book ends. <laughs> yeah. Because everyone has a different opinion about it. So mm-hmm. are you an optimist or a pessimist? I am a pessimist. I'm a pessimist. Too. So am I. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a total, a total pessimist. I mean, yeah. once we're not recording, we can discuss yes. that. Because I don't want to spoil the ending for anyone who's listening because it's so powerful. It feels like a punch to the gut. And as soon as you're done... You really want to talk to people about it, yeah. so yeah. you should buy. <laughs> you should buy Sadie. You should tell your friends to buy Sadie. Mm-hmm. You should book club the shit out of yes. Sadie and just be ready to discuss it. All right, so it's game time, and I think we have a really good one this week. Yes, Courtney, we heard you're really into the TV show and series Supernatural. Just a bit, yeah. Just a bit. I mean, <laughs> I need to watch it because yes, Jensen Ackles is in it. Yeah, I haven't watched it either. Is it's it beautiful? Is, how, like, I'm a baby. How scary is it? It's not, I don't think. The first season starts out scary, but then it gets progressively less scary. Okay. Yeah. And right. it's, it's like there's a lot of good brotherly moments. So. And you get to stare at Jensen Ackles. Yeah. Right. That's not That scary. should make it a lot less scary. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And Jared Padalecki's hair goes through this amazing transformation over the course of the show. Ooh. All right. I'm in it just for that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so here's how we're going to do this. Supernatural has amazing show titles, and we're going to test if you're a real fan, which I actually (laughs) think you are, given the photos you just showed us on your phone. We're going to read you some titles, and you have to guess whether or not they're real Supernatural episodes. So this will be a lightning round. You've got to use your gut. And for extra credit, you can tell us if Dean, a.k.a. Jensen Ackles, cried in that episode. (laughs) You ready? No. (laughs) Yes, you are. It's going to be so great. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. (laughs) The first (laughs) one is... How to win friends and influence monsters. Real or fake? Real. Yeah. Didn't cry. No. I don't think so. This is the problem. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. We can't verify that. I'm trying to. I'm. I'm. I'm, I don't know. (laughs) That's fine. Okay. Next title. Oh, I love this title. Scooby Natural. Yeah. (laughs) It was a crossover with us. Scooby-Doo. Oh, my God. I love that. I love It was a cartoon episode. It was perfect. Oh, that's awesome. It was the best thing I've ever seen. Okay. Ring of Fire. False. Yep. <laughs> uh, girls, girls, girls. Real. Yep. No crying in that one. <laughs> I like that you can confirm that. That's good. Um, good Boys. False. Nice. Yeah. That's also not the title of my dog's memoir. Um, something Wicked. Real. Um, okay, Blood Diamond. False. Yep. Rock Bottom. False. Yep. <laughs> Man's Best Friend with Benefits. True. <laughs> I want to know what the hell that was about. Um, I think that was, I think that was the one where there was a familiar cat for a witch, uh, and it was a lady cat. Oh. It was not their finest hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good though. I love it. Tried so. Uh, shut up, Doctor Phil. True. Name of my memoir. <laughs> <laughs> also, um, actual <clears throat> title of a show episode. 
Uh, the Slice Girls. Yes. That would be the name of my podcast. The Slice Girls? Yes. I think that would be the name of my rock band. Of my, like, murder podcast. It'd be The Slice Girls. So it'd be all lady murders? Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Also, that was correct. Yes. <laughs> I know. So that's bad. the episode where Dean has, like, an, a daughter for five minutes. Oh. He, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then in the end, he's like, I just want to die. It was quite a ride. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. I know. He's I'm getting so many hand. random tidbits that make no sense, but it's very intriguing. Yes. <laughs> this is going to make yeah. you go home and just yeah. not hear from you for two yeah. weeks. <laughs> okay, last one. Go ahead. Sex, drugs, and monsters. It sounds like it could be. But it also... Because they've done sex and drugs and... No. False? No, real. No, you were right. You were right. False. False. Okay. <laughs> That's impressive. Yay! Like, that was, that's 100% accuracy. Yeah, 12 that's, out of 12. That's shameful. It's not no, it's shameful. Not. You're, you're, you're right. You're like that's, a <laughs> that's a party trick you should bring out at oh God. every party. <laughs> All right. That's it for, right, for the game? Yeah, yes. I think so. Okay. And that's that. Thank you so much, Courtney, for Thank coming you guys. in. This was so great. It was so much fun. I want you to be a guest on the podcast all the time. Yes, I do. I it. agree. This was so <laughs> fun. I, you should come back after Marissa's watch Supernatural, so we can. Oh yeah, that. that'd be a good idea. Well, cool. then you have to watch it yeah. for work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can yes. you log those hours? Yeah. Okay. Definitely. Then. Do it <laughs> overtime. <laughs> Um, everyone, you have to go by Sadie right now. It's on sale wherever books are sold, and we also will have a link in our show notes. So, Courtney, if people want to learn more about you or follow you on social, where can they find you? They can find me on Twitter at Courtney underscore S and Instagram at Summers Courtney. Nice. Please don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe. You can subscribe to the show for free at Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or literally anywhere there are podcasts. Podcasts, podcasts, podcasts. Podcasts. <laughs> and we definitely want to hear from you guys with any of your couple ideas, segment ideas, you name it, we're open. You can either tweet at us at OTP underscore pod or shoot us an email at OTP at Macmillan.com. That's OTP at M-A-C-M-I-L-L-A-N.com. Cheers. Cheers. You guys are so cute. One Shoe Pairing is produced by our goddess, Becky Celestina, with support from the fabulous Alexander Abnos and Katie Ferguson. The senior editor of Macmillan Podcast is the amazing Alyssa Martino. To find out more about OTP and all of Macmillan's other awesome shows, visit us at macmillanpodcast.com. <laughs>